Hi guys, this is Haley Fry. Um, I'm going to be doing my podcast on how the public stigma of mental health affects the probability that someone will seek treatment. And for this podcast, I interviewed my nursing clinical instructor for my psychology rotation. And so I'm just going to be incorporating some things she said during our interview throughout the podcast. So the first thing I want to do is define stigma and the different types. So the first type is called public stigma, and this is the negative attitudes, beliefs, and conceptions about mental illness that are held by the general population. And these attitudes can lead to things like stereotyping, discrimination, and prejudice. And the next type of stigma is internalized stigma, and this is the beliefs that a member of the stigmatized group has about themselves. So this would be feelings of maybe shame or guilt, for example. So what I want to do now is share with you guys some findings I found from the articles I researched about this topic. So first, I want to say one study found that stigmatizing attitudes of the general public are more severe for persons with psychiatric conditions as opposed to those with physical disabilities. Um, Additionally, people with mental illness are often believed by the public to be in control of their disabilities and responsible for causing them. So I just wanted to share that because it shows that right off the bat, People with mental illness are already put in a more vulnerable position by absolutely no fault of their own because their illness is in their brain and not in their physical body. So I think that's important just to keep in the back of your mind throughout this discussion. Okay, so my theory personally is that increased public stigma does cause a decrease in treatment seeking, and most of the things I found in these articles supported that um, theory. So the first thing I found is one study found that an inverse relationship exists between perceived public stigma and care-seeking. The next study found that individuals who expressed a sense of shame based on their personal experiences with mental illness were significantly less likely to be involved in treatment. Um, Lastly, a study found that endorsing negative attitudes and beliefs about mental illness was associated with a decreased mental service utilization. So basically what all this is saying is that public stigma around mental health causes feelings of shame and guilt in those who do have mental illnesses, and it causes them to shy away from treatment because they don't want to have that label put on them that they know exists in the community. Um, I also wanted to share with you that one article I found said that there is no significant relationship between perceived public stigma and seeking care for mental health problems. Um, So what this article is saying is that although there is a correlation between increased stigma and decreased treatment seeking, This correlation does not exactly mean causation. So I just wanted to share that with you guys so that you know that not every single article I found supported my theory. Additionally, I want to talk about this topic as it relates to minority populations because I think it's important to kind of talk about this in in association with minorities because it is oftentimes a lot harder for them. So the first thing I want to do is talk about the term intersectionality. And this is the overlapping of social categories that cause discrimination and marginalization. So, for example, if you're African-American and have depression, um, you have the stigma of having depression and mental illness. And then on top of that, you're African-American, which it's just a sad reality in our culture that these individuals are discriminated against oftentimes. Um, So that's just an example. Um, Another thing I want to point out is that minority cultures a lot of times treat mental illness differently than Americans do. Um, so for, for instance, 
One article I found said that in Indian culture, families will hide family members away who have severe mental illness and they'll keep them hidden in their homes and not take them out. Um, and this is true in the community as well. So my professor was telling me during our interview that she has had Somalian patients who were locked in their basement and prayed over instead of being brought into a facility. She's also had patients that were taken off their antipsychotics and given vitamins instead. And she's had a patient who was flown to England by his family for an exorcism instead of being brought in. Um, so basically all of this is in part due to some stigma of some sort, whether you're American or you're in another culture or whatever. And this is a problem because the longer that this stuff goes on because of stigma, the more the patient is suffering because they're not getting the treatment that they need. You know, it's public or mental illness is just like a broken arm or a sprained ankle. It's absolutely no fault of the patient's, you know, it's not the patient's fault at all. And they need professional help for it and they need to seek um, health treatment for that. And oftentimes they don't and it's because of the stigma and it's just really unfair to the patients because meanwhile they're suffering because they're not getting the treatment that they need. Um, additionally, my professor was telling me that a lot of times mental illness leads to being laid off from work because um, employers don't understand the illness and so they kind of just fire them or if they need extra time off for their illness, they'll lay them off instead because it's easier for the employer. So this leads to a life of poverty and a lot of mentally ill people. And this is how it ties into our drug-taking culture, I think, is that when people are shunned from their families and laid off and they're living a life of poverty and they still have the mental illness and they still have these symptoms that they need um, to be dealt with and they need treated, but they just don't have the money or the means to treat it. So what they do is they turn to illicit drugs like heroin, like we were talking about earlier this semester. And so this is how it plays into our drug-taking culture, I think, is that we have increased public stigma, which leads to decreased treatment seeking, which then can kind of have a snowball effect and lead to all of these other things like poverty and lack of family support, and that leads to illicit drug use. So I think by fixing the public stigma and decreasing it, it will kind of decrease all these other problems that happen down the road. And so I asked my professor what she thought we should do in the future or what she would like to see in the future. And she said that she thinks um, we need to teach mental health curriculum in grades as early as kindergarten all the way through college, which I totally agree with her. I think it would be great to introduce this topic at a young age to decrease that stigma and just normalize it. And then if you learn about it from kindergarten, you know, all the way through your life, then it just becomes a normal topic. And it's not introduced to you like it's being introduced to us now in college and we don't understand it. And so there's still this like strong stigma associated with it. So I think in the future, we definitely need to educate kids when they're young and just incorporate it throughout the lifespan. So it becomes this normalized thing. And the main takeaway I want to have from this video is that mental illness is not a choice and these people need treatment just like anyone else would in order to decrease their stigma so that we can give them the medications that they need and the medications they deserve. So they're staying off the streets, they're staying off illegal drugs, and they're getting the care they need.